Well, welcome to Business Coach Power Hour. It's Monday, March 27th, and I am on the right uh, time zone. I'm super happy to be here with you guys on the right time. And um, Shannon's going to help me out this hour because, like, you know, we are Captain Planet. So with our powers combined, like, we're just going to bring hopefully some goodness to you guys today. Um, Optavia makes no guarantee of financial success. Success with Optavia results from successful sales efforts which require hard work, diligence, skill, persistence, competence, and leadership. Your success will depend on how well you exercise these qualities. Please see the income disclosure statement for statistics on actual earnings. Couple announcements that I want to um, bring to y'all. Uh, Bethany, I can see your, oh, thanks, Carla. Thanks behind the scenes, people. Um, Bethany, can you see my screen? This important dates. Okay. Um, so let me move it so I can see it. Couple key dates for you guys. Um, convention is, uh, registration is coming on April 14th. So be on the lookout for that email. I'm assuming obviously it'll come through that. Uh, it's going to be, I'm just going to cover uh, what I think I should cover if you're cool with that, Jen. It's going to be 225 as an early bird rate. Um, and it'll be 250 after April 30th uh, as the regular just rate until the end of time, until it sells out, which it probably will. Um, so I would say you are, um, and Jenny, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but you're more than welcome to kind of prepare your team for April 14th. So that way, if they are already waiting for this announcement, um, that they can make sure they register. Yeah, only the first 5,000 people who register will get like a special swag situation. Um, but let your team know because we, they're not just trying to fill seats just to fill seats this year. They pretty much said they're like first come first serve, like whoever jumps on it is going to be there. Um, so jump on it, jump on it. Okay. Uh, next announcement. One moment, please. Oh yeah. Earl, I covered the rates. Um, Okay. This is an important one. Oh, hold on. Did you send me a cropped one? Yeah, there we go. Um, this is a really good one. So there's something you guys, um, I'm trying to think of like where you may have heard this already. Uh, let's see, Bethany, you can see that. Okay, um, advanced leadership retreat. So this is Sundance, okay? This is what Sundance like has evolved into, because we just see what my understanding is, we see more and more need to, we have just have leaders coming up faster <laughs> that might not be at a certain rank, but they are leading, right? I have so many business coaches and above that lead their teams like Globals and like Vivals. Um, and, and so we need to include all of them in this advanced leadership training is what is my understanding. So- I can give you some inside scoop on this if you want but only if you want the inside scoop. I don't, I'm just kidding. Okay, uh-huh. If anyone else would like inside scoop, will you put a one in the chat? I think the vote's unanimous. Okay, just kidding. So um, 
I'm trying to highlight myself on the screen. Oh, well, I need to stop. Yeah, I got you. Oh, no. No, you're good. You can leave it up. I want you okay. to leave it up because I want okay. everyone to screenshot this. Okay. This is a thing that we worked behind the scenes for almost a year to make happen for you guys. And what we saw was at Sundance, while there were some awesome leaders there, on other teams, we were seeing people who have been kind of squatting um, in their positions in Optavia. And as you guys know, and if you don't know, let me just name this for you. We have an incredible all-in culture in Morris Tribe and in Eccles Org. And I give so much gratitude to Gina for the creating that culture. Um, because at that retreat we had a couple weekends ago, I met people who had been coaching, sort of wandering the wilderness without true mentorship for like 14 years, 14 years. And these people had been globals in the past. Um, and the thing, I, I don't know, I don't, I, Melissa, you can just tell me what you think here, but I think the biggest difference was that we got, we get clear messaging um, at that watershed moment. And I had to look up what watershed moments were a long time ago, thanks to um, the Indigo Girls and the song Watershed, because I was like, what does that mean? It means you're at a, when you were a farmer, you um, would, you would, need to climb up the watershed to see your, you know, more of your fields or whatever. And they would put watersheds at the fork in the road so that you could see down both sides and you can make your decision. So when you're on the watershed is when you, when you are at this place where you can see your future. And it really is the place where we get to choose, are we going all in or are we gonna keep working our job? Gonna Are we gonna sort of chase two rabbits? Are we gonna do one foot in here, one foot in there? And I think it's because we have such strong mentorship who have paved this path for us. And we continue to do that as, as, um, as a practice in our group, in our organization. We do not talk people into quitting their jobs. We show them that if they decide to do that, we are going to come alongside them and build a magical, amazing life with them. And that's the all in mentality. The watershed moment, I feel like this is my anecdotal interpretation, is at FIBC. Most of our FIBCs are hitting FIBC at integrated regional because they've already got an ED. And we have fought long and hard uh, to encourage Optavia Corporate. They weren't against it. They're very open, but they had to work really hard to accommodate more people. What we thought is there is a gap in training between, say, that FIBC level and, you know, and like global right in there. So last year, um, we increased or decreased, I don't want to say decreased, we increased the um, invitations to um, global directors. And then this year, um, we had to change location, which I am totally pumped about, actually, because I don't want to be crammed in 
uh, in a small, <laughs> in a small place, um, I'm fine. So I'm calling this Sundance Orlando. And um, we're, we're opening the qualifications for integrated national director and above three out of six months, April to September. And what I'm most excited about is that most FIBCs hit FIBC in our organization as integrated regional and have the skill set to grow two more executive directors. Sometimes they hit FIBC with two executive director teams. So this is a huge, huge win for us. And um, it's still going to be an intimate event. And um, it's going to be very special. We've never had anything like this before. Um, and what I was saying was, you know, at Sundance, we would see some of the same people who aren't really growing or innovative leaders. And our plea was that we have integrated nationals up and coming who are the innovative future of, of Optivia. And we begged and pleaded to, um, in, to include you guys um, at this Sundance Orlando. Okay, so we're doing it. We're doing it, y'all. So any of you guys who are FIBC or even regional directors right now and getting close to FIBC, you guys can do this. You guys can do this. It's a much smaller leap from FIBC to integrated national than it is, say, brand new coach to FIBC, right? I think it took me about a year and maybe a little over a year, like 14 months or something to go FIBC and then like two more months to go integrated national. So um, believe in that. And um, if you are looking to grow EDs in your business, I sure hope you're on the uh, the boot camps on the weekends. And then we've got some special sessions coming up soon after that boot camp is over. So what do you want to add to that, Melissa? Sorry, I took a few minutes to explain, but this is such a huge deal. No, I think that's perfect. That That's exactly right. I mean, it, we just we have leaders who are leading and we, there's a gap. <laughs> so like, Definitely. this is exactly why, like it keeps, we keep getting deeper on like including leadership, you know, um, um, I don't want to say training, but really well, it's, it's advanced. It's more advanced, yeah. you know, and, and yeah. it's teaching. It goes, I mean, we all know that to you go from me to we, this takes us from leading teams to leading other leaders, to leading in stewardship for Optivia. That's what that's what Sundance does, and and it helps us in that transformational leadership mindset. So, um, and by the way, you're this is where when we say you you won't outgrow your rank. I mean, your rank won't outgrow you. This is where you learn how to grow yourself, along with some of the other things you guys have been doing. Okay, like TLDP or listening to leadership podcasts or reading leadership books, which by the way, TLDP, you can, you can get some of that information, um, you know, from free sources. So please, I encourage you to reach out to your mentors if you are interested in joining us at Sundance Orlando this year, because make I'm a super plan. Yeah. Make a plan now, because this is definitely the type of rank that, that, you know, take just like we just talked about with all the wins here. Um, it was the business coach seeing what a new coach couldn't see, right? It's your business coach seeing with what you as an FIBC don't mm -hmm. even see maybe is in motion right now in your team. Like if this person continues to build and grow, like 
they may be ED by, right? The qualifications, yep. what? Well, May, yep. June. So like they- Exactly. That, like you you really don't think that it's going to happen sometimes for you. I know for me, it was like, I'm just doing the do. I'm like, I don't know, you know, if it's really going to come come to fruition, but you saw right. Jen in my business, what I couldn't see was sort of forming mm-hmm. and yep. how to like tweak the, you know, make tweaks in my business so that and I was. You were definitely, you definitely had a major watershed moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that moment where you were like, am I going all in? This is the scariest moment of my life. And, um, and I, I think it's, it's great because you can see the people who run this business, like a full-time job, you know, they have childcare, they are, and some of you might not quite be there yet. Like you might be brand new FIBCs and like, wait, I just did this for freedom. And now it's time for childcare. I mean, it kind of is, (laughs) hate to tell you that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, it kind of is, but but you get to pick and choose like what you want to do. Like I still drive my son to and from school 30, 40 minutes, three days a week because that's precious time. I just took my son to spring break, just him and I, one of them. Um, so yeah, childcare is the best. Take it from Kaylee Engler. <laughs> okay, so, um, but just know that you are either at your watershed moment or, you know, or you are at a place where you're like, wow, I can qualify for this. And when you are an integrated national director, I'm just going to tell you right now, it is super hard to run your business, even if you're working one or two days a week. There are plenty of people on here who can vouch for that, who've, who've tried to do that. <laughs> I did that. And uh, it's painful. So, and it really stopped my growth. So anyway, I want everyone here to be at Sundance this year. And that those um, registration, I think was on that, it doesn't open until August. So remember we have April, May, June, July, August, and September to qualify, okay? Three of those months. Okay, thanks, Melissa. Yay, okay. Um, And uh, Jen is also speaking on the coach call April 12th. And so, um, and we're doing- It's called the business Optivia business coach call. It's basically the old Monday nights. Everyone is invited. Um, it's not really for FIBCs, but they just call it the business coach call. And my topic is um, my topic is expanding your reach. So, cool, cool. Yay. Thank you. Um, I want us today i was talking i'm just gonna i'm just gonna share with you um shannon um i was talking to shannon about um give like pour into me a little bit of your strategic ways (laughs) because um you know we all come in with like our natural strengths and so we get to kind of pull from each of those in our mentorship and in our you know teams and so Shannon and i were just talking about like what's valuable at this point in the month and a lot of times we think of like oh, like who's one client away from senior coach or ED, or, you know, we think of like, who do we want to run with at the end of the month? And a lot of times, like in this season, what I've been noticing is giving people just wins period has been so valuable to people. And so looking at like, what would be a win for someone, whether it changes their rank, 
whether it changes my rank, what, you know, just giving them that win in the last six days of the month, five days of the month, I keep saying six, right? I, I can't remember, but five days of the month that we're in Friday's the last, um, the last day. Um, and so let's give them wins. So we talked about utilizing the client support bonus plus report and connect. So if you have your map, uh, can I just jump in Shannon or do you want to start with anything oh, else? Go ahead. Okay. If you have your map with you um, and you flip it over, I don't, I, if you don't, if you use the back of your map, like I used to, where I'm writing out, like who's running the senior coach and ED, a lot of times I use my watch list for that personally, but so the back of mine is blank, but if it's not just get a piece of paper or something. Um, and we're going to go through the list and I just created like a little generic category here for like the name of the coach, their projected volume, the number, um, that they're away from the client support bonus plus. Um, and then we're going to go through a few other little areas in order to kind of connect and give some of your partners wins at the end of the month. So one, two, three, four, five, six, I have like six little things and we could add, we'll just like tack onto them as we add, because I'm sure Shannon will have more strategic things to add to it. But I have six little categories up top and then pull up your, um, this is totally working hour. Um, yeah, that, that's perfect. Those are the first couple categories. Um, this is totally going to be a working hour. And if you have questions, put them in the chat. Um, and then whoever's kind of checking the chat out just or if you have to come off mute because we're not paying attention, then you can do that. So I'm pulling up my report right now and I'm gonna sort it. It's under engaged, by the way, if you didn't know. Um, and I'm gonna sort it by the number of clients that... Does everyone know how to pull the report up? Just to make sure if you hover over engaged, <clears throat> under engage it'll say client support bonus plus and so if you click that it's going to generate your frontline but also if you are FIBC for anyone in depth then we want you to filter it to organization yeah I would say probably you could probably just pull org and this is what's kind of cool is that if you pull the org we can actually sort by level and then qualifying orders so that way we can kind of go through this based on like frontline and second line so the 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 um, table, if you do front, if you change it to org, you guys are going to just need to be communicative and drop in the chat if you're not following any of this. But what I suggest is pull up the client support bonus plus, let it load up, then click organization next to the frontline only, change it to your whole org client support bonus plus. Then the two columns that I'm going to sort by are level and qualifying orders. And so I'm going to do level first and I'm going to click the three dots next to it and I'm going to sort ascending for the level and you should be at the top once you do that and level column will be green highlighted. Then I'm going to click the three dots next to qualifying orders and I'm going to click descending. So one is going to be ascending the level and then qualifying orders I'm going to go descending. So now what I have is a huge table you know, huge, small, whatever, you've got a table that sorts by your front line and then it goes down, 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 down in depth. And it's sorting by who is at the top for your client support bonus, who's leading the front, right? And it's been kind of cool because honestly, I just want to pause for a second. 
or I'm just clicking back to you. Sorry. Um, I'm just clicking back to you guys because I was on my page, but this is actually already one place where you can give people wins. So once we write out a few names, this keep this in mind, because when I look at this report, I'm going to be real with you. When I looked at my frontline coaches um, that like were even three and above, I was like, oh my gosh, like there's not a ton. Right. And so just letting some of my coaches know, and you know, if you're on here that I've already let you know, like you're one of X number of coaches in my org who's even earning the bonus this month. Like that's pretty cool to start with. So the fact that you could do this and filter that, that activity down right now and not, and I wouldn't send it right, send any messages right now because we're going to dig a little deeper, but the fact that you can start to take note and go, wow, look at that. I only have three coaches in my entire frontline team that are even earning the bonus, either three, four or five clients. I should let them know that, right? So make a note of that. Um, and you can start with that on their sheet if you want to write them down first, because we'll start with our frontline coaches um, and we'll write them down. Okay. So anyone who's either at, honestly, Shannon, we were going to start with two, right? So if you don't have anyone that's at two, um, but you have people that are at one or three or four that have either already earned it and could earn the additional support bonus by helping five um, or are at one and could help two more people to earn the 3% bonus, um, great. Then you, you can write their names down, right? So write up a handful of names down. I'm just gonna go through my frontline right now. Or if you guys know, um, as you go through your frontline, let me pull my thing back up. As I go through my frontline, when I get down to the people that obviously have zero, I know the ones that are really disengaged. They're not doing anything to bring on clients. So I know that. So I can hit the next page of this report and I'm going to start to see volume two. And I have, you know, one person in volume two, that's one client away from reaching the five client bonus. And I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people that are one person away from getting the 3% bonus and helping three people, right? So that's a great place for me to look at these, these second level coaches and say, do they have FIBCs that I'm gonna communicate with after this? Great, I can kind of write them down in a bundle on my list here. And I can kind of group them together as, okay, these three people are with this FIBC, these three people are with this. Then I can connect to my FIBCs after this about those folks. So um, frontline, you can focus on, if you've already done some of this and connected with them, I'd say still, you know, allow us to kind of go through some of these things to see if you, you know, may have missed any of these pieces. Because once we have data, I think, um, you know, Shannon and I have seen how taking that data and approaching those people in the way that we have relationship with them can actually change completely how the conversation goes or, or you know, how um, well-received the information is or how helpful it seems to them, depending on how you, what you do with the information. So first place, write their name. Then you can write how many people they're away from the bonus. So whether it's one away, whether they're two away from the 5%, you can put in parentheses, you know, like how many clients basically they have, or you can write how many away they are um, from their next bonus. 
And the first win alone for me is just seeing like, okay, I only have X number of frontline clients that are earning the bonus. I'm going to let them know that for sure. So I'm going to write a note on here to say, you know, one of five, let's pretend coaches in my frontline that are earning the bonus this month. Like that's a win right there. And then I don't want to, I don't want to run a new report, Shannon, to like pull like projected FQV. So I don't know if you want to just save that for like last to see kind of. Yeah, let's, should we spend some time just writing names down and then. Yeah. And because, yeah. Stop talking. I'm, I'm going to stop talking. I just wrote down all of my coaches that I'm FIBC for, and I went all the way through the people that have only one new ordering entity. So I know that they're two away from earning just the 3%. So that's kind of how I did it. And I just wrote in here, in this column, I wrote like, how many away are they? And I wrote either two from the five or one from the three or two from the 3%. So I would know, obviously, then it tells me exactly how far they are <laughs> from earning the other one. I do have pulled up. So I think if you run the watch list, then you can pull those coaches that you have their names written down and write what their projected FQV is for the month. But if you don't run the watch list, um, then you're gonna want to run and go into connect for those coaches that you just wrote down. And we're gonna look at where they're projected for the month. Um, and you can see that by going to engage and then the all coaches report. And once you do that, you can filter out. I can, oh, if you let me share, Melissa, I can show how I filter oh, just yeah. what I needed to make it easy. Which if you guys have been on this power hour, you're probably already familiar with that. So this will just hopefully be an easy refresher on how to get. Also, um, I know uh, I am not as uh, well adept with the app as you are, Jen, but doesn't the app show projected for coaches when you go into teams like if you search a coach like doesn't the app show you um 
Oh, this show view? Oh, I see what you mean. Okay. Yeah, Shannon just filtered it. And the app, <clears throat> just PS, the app, um, I don't use it a ton. And we found out that the app is really uh, more of a skeletal um, type of um, of the connect web because it's really for like it's really geared towards the ed and below kind of ranks so i st i stick with connect web tom looks at the app every day so he's actually the guy who uses it the most but so i don't know i don't know the answer either i don't use the app either um, i use this and so this is super simple if you go to engage click all coaches report it's going to pull this up um, and you can do frontline or organization. And then what I like to do is click the three dots and get rid of every column um, except for their name. You want their name, their FQV, and their projected FQV. And so what you're looking at then is you want a calculator and you're literally, <clears throat> for the coaches' names you wrote down, you're gonna just add what is their FQV now plus their projected, and that's gonna show you what they're projected to end the month at. Um, so just take a few minutes to write down for those people that you just wrote down with the bonus where they're projected with their current FQV for the month. Sweet. Thank you. Yes. Chris, do you have a question? Yeah, I have a quick question. Um, and I hope it makes sense. If it doesn't, I'll process my thoughts again and I'll come back later. But I have a coach um, in depth. And when I'm looking at the um, client support bonus that y'all showed us to go to engage, it says under um, qualifying, the qualifying column, you know how you had us um, qualifying yep. orders, it says two, but then when I go to like tree view or coach's report and I'm looking, it shows that she brought on four new clients. So is mm. the, dif the difference in that, is it because out of the four, only two qualified and she could have put some, num not put orders in correctly? Catch. Yeah. It's either, either, um, they didn't have enough volume. They didn't hit the 345, is that correct? Like remind me if what's wrong or what's the minimum. Um, or she started the account and something happened with their card at checkout. So it count it says she's got four new accounts created, but only two have orders. So I mean you can always go into that coach's profile. I like the activity in the drop down because it'll say so and so sponsored a new client with their name. So and so sponsored a new client with their name. And you can see the four people. And as you click on the four people, it'll bring up a little preview box that just tells you their current um, personal volume, their PPV or whatever, and PQV. And it'll tell you whether those four new clients, which one of the four have any personal volume or not. So sometimes that just means they started four accounts and then they either ran into a snafu or they thought someone was gonna order and something happened. Um, and they said, actually just forget about it. Like whatever. Okay. Thank you. Um, when you say team activities, I typically look at that daily. Is there a shortcut to a team activities you're talking about? Or are you talking about that same team activities under engage? I'm talking about if you actually search the coach's profile independently, um, 
if you just use a magnifying glass and search that Susie Q's name, whatever your coach's name is, and bring up her full profile, then okay. there's a little drop down, right? That you can see her orders, you can see her, okay. uh, you know, you, you can see her, it says client, it says activities, it says projected premiere date, all that stuff as like a client or coach, that's her profile. And when you go to her activities, then you don't have to search your whole team activities, like for the yeah, moment. So I was wondering. <laughs> yeah, okay. it'll just be in her profile. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, so if you have names, if you've got the number they're far they're away from, if you've got projected FQV, which will obviously tell us if you added that up, I, I love that because I wouldn't have found that quickly, um, Shannon. But if you add all that up, um, then you will also know. Okay, if you bring on a new client or a reactivated client that brings on three hundred and forty-five of volume, we know that's going to bump them from their twenty-two fifty that they're projected to end on over twenty-four hundred. So it's also going to increase their pay right? Because it'll bump them into that 2,400 manager spot, um, not not taking into account if they have coaches, which doesn't affect their pay super in-depth until they hit ED. Um, yeah. Yep. Um, so, and then the next thing, Shannon, do you want to logically direct me on like, I might not logically. Oh, that requires math. <laughs> So what we're going to do then is we want to just look, and we're not going to share this information right now, but for ourselves, we want to know, you know, if someone is at two clients right now for the client support, if they were to bring on three, what is their FQ going to be from adding that extra client plus the 3% commission to see the difference in what when we can give them for pay for the month. Um, and so what we want to do is the easiest way to do this is start with their projected FQV and say, okay, if I have someone whose projected FQV is at 26.04, I know they're going to get paid 22%, right? And so I'm going to just take that times the 22% commission and see what they're projected out right now. So for example, if this coach were to bring on one more client, I know that I'm going to add the 357 FQV to their projected, plus they're getting now that extra 3%. So instead of the 22%, they're going to get 25%. And so I'm figuring out what that would be. Hey, by bringing on one new client, you're actually getting the extra 3%. And so I'm figuring out for myself, what is the difference in that, that pay so that I can kind of visualize and know what I'm going to communicate when I do reach out to that coach, if we're working together. Yeah. And the, I mean, the watch list is like a super helpful cheat sheet for this because it can do yeah. that for you. Um, there's that little table on the side of your main coach table that can kind of calculate this for each coach. So, um, so this may be something that you finish doing a lot later. So you don't have to finish adding all this up and doing the math right now. But I think if we get into kind of like the, like now we're going to do a little detective work. I just pulled this up so you could screenshot it or whatever. Cause I don't, I don't even always, I'm like, oh wait, what, where does that hit 20 and 22? Like numbers are not my jam. Um, have a little cheat sheet right there with the percentages. There you go. Um, but once we have the information, I think now is where the detective work starts. Like that was math. That was like, hey, that's straightforward. I can do that. Now is where the detective work starts, where we figure out like the next thing I wrote down 
on my little chart here that I'm that before I'm... you go farther can I ask a question with that yep um when you got just for that example you're using the 2604 then you would add the 357 and then do 25 percent of the total right because it's on the total correct yep okay perfect it's on their total fqv or fcv which will even be a little more than fqv but you can just do the fqv number to make it easy um so that it'll mean it's a little bit cushioned you know they'll even get a little more than that but i'm not an expert at calculating the difference in frontline um, compensation volume. So you, yes, that's correct. They're going to earn that extra three or 5% on the total that they reach by March 31st. And my example didn't rank that person up, but let's say my example, that person was at 3304 times the 22% with a new client, they also would rank up to associate director plus the 3%. So just make sure you're paying attention as well. Like, oh, one new client will also rank them up in their pay without the bonus. So plus the bonus, um, what that is. Can you share the bonus? I'll pull that up in a second. Yep. Yes, I will. Um, and then, but the next kind of clue that we're going to go after, I wrote Facebook slash relationship on the next column. And so this is where we get to investigate, like, if you just talked to this coach yesterday and they're running at the end of the month, like, this is easy, boo, right? Like, that's easy. This is like, great. I have their number. I got the things. Maybe you've already talked to them about some of this stuff. Maybe some of these coaches don't know they brought on one random client. They have no idea that this client support bonus plus is going on. You don't even know if they're you know, on their own plan right now. They don't know they're two clients away from this bonus. You don't know what's happening in their life. You dropping in their business red. Oh my God, I don't know if you this have know this, you know, extra bonus is going on, but two more people and you're going to, and they're going, well, I brought on one random client who I talked to a year ago when I first started coaching and now they're ready. I don't know where I'm going to get two more clients. And you're just, you're kind of squashing relationship at that point. Um, so Facebook slash relationship means now start investigating, go to their Facebook page. If you are not, if you didn't talk to them in the past five days, week, maybe, <laughs> and you don't know what's going on, go to their Facebook page, go look at some clues, what's happening in their world. Did their kid break their leg at the, you know, baseball game this weekend? That's a great place to lead off <laughs> communication. <laughs> so like what's happening right in their world, check your text messages. When's the last time we talked? What did they have going on? Oh, sorry, keep missing you. We've got a lot of birthdays this month. Is that a great place to lead off? Hey, like, hope you're having a great, you know, family birthday month. You know, would love to connect this week uh, or to, you know, today be more specific. I'd love to connect today or tomorrow. Uh, when do you have about 10 minutes, right? Um, and these are for coaches that we have identified are, you know, two clients from one, two, three clients away from reaching any bonus, right? I didn't include any of my coaches that have zero clients this month saying, hey, do you want to help three clients in the next five days? I'm not personally doing that um, unless you know someone that's doing a lot of work and a lot of health assessments that they maybe that's your first clue that they don't really know how to follow up efficiently yet. And that actually might get them three clients in five days, right? Like, is that something that maybe we're realizing, God, why have they done so many assessments or told me they've done so many? How many have they really done? Is three a lot for them? 
have they done 20 but spent five minutes on each assessment and well no wonder that nobody's signing up like we didn't actually take the time to really connect with them so like use your clues right now with each of these coaches and write in that column what's happening in their world on Facebook or what the last connection was that you had, right? Maybe in their business read, like, did you just drop something strategic five days ago? Um, anything else to expand on that, Shannon? No, I think it's important to just take a pulse check of when the last time you led in relationship or talk to that person is because I see a lot of times just and I've been there right like we're just looking at these reports we see the numbers and we're acting you know out of transaction and you know that coach might not be in that space or place and it's really important to take a pulse check on where we are with that relationship so we don't you know decrease the trust that we have with that coach in that moment. Okay, I'm going to share this um, chart so that you guys can Can you see it? Yeah, it's blurry. Okay, hold on. I also am getting older, so it might not be blurry. <laughs> I think it's a little bit blurry, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, FQV, oh wait, hold on. Oh, I see what this is. So the top is with three clients, the bottom's with five, correct? This is how it would change. Is this what I just sent to you? Yeah, it's what you sent me. Gosh, okay. Let me see if I can get a better picture of it. Pause. Let me try to share. Let me. Okay. Maybe mine's not blurry. Let me try. Okay. Is that blurry? Uh-huh. Oh. I can read it though. So I'm just going to be honest. Like I can still, I get it. Right. And here's a cheat sheet. Hey, look at the top, the like dark blue one, instead of earning 20, 22, 24, 26, 28%, you increase those by three. <laughs> so 23, 25, 27, 29, 31 is the max with this client support plus. And then the bottom one, you increase by five. So 25, 27, 29, 31, 33. We have never earned 33% PS on client support. So this is really cool that you could earn 33%. That's nuts. Okay, after you've kind of written out like where are we at here in relationship, like literally kid broke leg. Like what's happening in their world that you know of? What evidence did you gather? Um, had a family reunion this weekend, had their daughter's seventh birthday. Like what happened in the last week or whatever of their life? Um, then we're gonna decide how we're gonna reach out. Like this is what goes through my brain strategically as a relationship kind of driven person is I went on a cruise for two weeks. So they're probably not thinking about program or clients, right? Um, right, maybe, maybe they're not. How are we gonna reach out to them? So this is how my brain goes. Okay, we typically, is there a lot of evidence stacked against like when I call this person, they don't answer? Is it because before I wasn't 
good it wasn't great at relationship reach out so they're like oh my god I don't want to have her call me and tell me again like what I'm not doing great at with branding or how I need to change this or I didn't clean my post or like have I been kind of a boss in the past and have I been kind of like hey you forgot this and hey you forgot that um you know, hey, when we're doing this, are we constantly correcting? I see this sometimes happen in business coaches when you have someone who somewhat got an open ear and who's somewhat like, you know, excited. They want to replace their feeling costs. They want to pay their mortgage off early. They want to do the things. So we get kind of excited and we think, let's just give them all the feedback. And I see it too much go out sometimes. Like, do I need to be so nitpicky about certain things? Like, you know, or can I just let them, are they not branding perfectly? What if that's connecting with their sphere, right? If the evidence is there that it's not, then next time I talk with them, I can bring that up, right? Like, are you feeling like you're connecting more with people based on what you're doing? Oh, you're not? Okay, great. So this is where it gets super hard to flex with people when they're not doing it perfectly because we have been trained so well at following a system that's worked for us well that it feels like, okay, every time I get them on the phone, I'm going to tweak this and tweak that and tweak this. Just be super sensitive to like, what is most important right now? I had a coach, a business coach that I checked in with that said, I've been trying so hard to work with this new coach and she's just like selling it to everyone. And I said, maybe just let her sell it. And I would never have said that in the beginning years of my coaching. Okay. Because I would be like, Oh my God, like, okay, what can we do? And can I get on a call? And no, like this is the business coach, right? She is the one who needs to show up as a leader. I'm not, I'm not, this is a coach in depth on her team. Like I'm not popping in there to save the day and be like, well, this is how we do it. And no build that relationship. If you've told her enough times and you're correcting her enough times, she's heard it. What if you stopped correcting her? What if you let her bring on clients? Cause she's killing it. This new coach is like going crazy, but she also sells purses for a living or for her other side job. She actually sells things. So the fact that she's selling it, but people are going to come on and we're going to be able to, she's bringing you celebration calls. You're doing the journey kickoffs. You're going to be able to help people know, oh, this is different. So it, this is where like, we don't want to overcorrect so many things if it's working, right? I'm not saying that we don't take opportunities that arise to go, you know, oh, great. You know, are you open to a suggestion to help next time this happens? Someone cancels, right? Oh, it's too expensive, this diet. When I shift to talking about all the components a lot more on the health assessment. And I don't just focus on the fuelings. I have people that value the whole program, even if they're not ready to start right then, because they know it's actually going to take work for them to do this. It ends up being a better client in the future, right? Like you get an opportunity later because you haven't been pulling from the trust bank the whole time and, and like telling them they're doing something wrong. <laughs> so this is, this is huge, right? Sometimes we have to go, okay, what if we let that go? And we just focused on quality client support, celebration calls, focused on the things that can help us bring in quality clients when they're, you know, still bringing the clients in. Hope that makes sense. Okay. 
Um, so we've decided if they don't answer our calls, I do text people. If I have called them for a month, dropped in their business read, oh my gosh, this, oh my gosh, that, oh, here's a screenshot. Oh, you missed this person at reaching out, right? If I've been coaching them in their thread, but I haven't talked to them over the phone in a month or shoot two weeks sometimes, like I, I, I'm, you may need a text opener to connect with them. <laughs> okay. So kind of read the room a little bit, you know, do they not answer or is it someone who does answer in their business thread? They do text me back. When is the last time I spoke to that person and heard their voice? Shoot, it's been two weeks. I should really reconnect. I should maybe hear, you know, how's it going with all the things I dropped when they're just putting a thumbs up every time because I'm dropping, circling things, you know, directing them. Hey, you're this many clients away. You're this many clients away. You know, I need to maybe call them. You know, not that it has to be all relationship call if you're, if you're connecting with them often, but I think sometimes because we have power hour, we think our coaches are getting coached. And most of my, all of my strong business partners are people that I took the time to walk through what now coaches learn on power hour from a total stranger. And That's it's so, important. so much more time. It's yeah. actually way more time. I actually want to just stop right now and acknowledge that because I've been feeling this um, and I've noticed it. You know, when we started coaching, we never had power hours. And so I was on the phone all the time with Tracy and you and mentoring, and that's how I learned. And power hours are amazing and they're an incredible tool. But I do think as coaches, we have lost and gotten away from actually coaching the coach um, and really, truly inspecting and teaching and connecting um, is so important. And so not to lose sight of the importance of that and really making sure we're intentional about that, even if they're on power hour seven days a week, you are their coach, you are their mentor, you know their business, and you can help them get there. And so it's so important to not fall into that. But they're on the things, they're doing the things. Why isn't it working? Well, when's the last time have you talked to them or walked them through something specifically versus telling them just to get on power hours? And so I think it's really important that that we just remember that as business coaches um, and kind of do a gut check every once in a while. Like, when is the last time that I actually mentored this coach on a specific skill? Maybe it even just group work myself. Do I actually walk my coaches through how to do a story or how to add friends from groups? Or am I assuming that they're getting what they need from a power hour? And we all know what happens when we ask Zoom. <laughs> I'm curious just for myself, relationships is like 
all my top strengths. I got no strategy. If you could see my office behind this right now, like it's just not me, but I am curious, like in the chat, like if you struggle with relationships, just for my own knowledge of how we can best support, you know, you guys like put a one in the chat. If you struggle with relationships and how, oh, wow. Oh, it's my jam. Okay. So and it's so important in this business. Both are important. Like both are so important. And I struggle with strategies and all this stuff. And so, uh, you know, we need everything um, in both of those. But I'm just curious what that looks like for our group here. Okay. And it's sometimes it's easy. Like, like this is where I like was like I sent Shannon a voice text this morning, and I was like, first of all, Sunman's shirt. Like I was like, oh, uh, just I. <laughs> just love that seeing that it was like all all the memories from last Sundance came out but and then I was like can I use your brain <laughs> to like impart implant a part of my brain so that it like kind of joins together and um and what what we were talking about it was like there's sometimes a missing link between like doing the math because that is a stretch for me like the watch list is honestly a crutch for me and and it's good that I have it <laughs> but like if it disappeared I'd be like wait no I'm like <laughs> What's everyone doing this month? Like, oh God. So it's like totally my crutch. It shares everything with me. I don't really do a lot manually now. And so it's made it harder for me to teach that, which is also something I'm glad I'm aware of. But then the translating the information, it takes so much discernment when you're just leading a team and you feel like you want to blah stuff out because you're like, I figured out the math and like, yes, like now I know. And now, oh my gosh. And like, I see how much you're struggling and you're working and you just told me you took on an extra job and like, this could be it. But like, I haven't talked to them about that. I haven't actually, and not talked to them waiting for them to stop talking so that I can say that this is it, which is very hard for me to not listen to listen but listen, not listen to respond, but actually listen to go, God, like they don't actually really have time to probably build the level of business that would impact their finances in the way they actually need right now. So I'm not going to sit here and convince this person that they should pour all this time into power hours and do all this. They need FIBC income to actually pay their bills and put food on their table. I'm not going to win this person over right now, which is one of my strengths as woo is like, I can win this person over. I can really awaken them and I can do all the things, but they're not going to get there in, in three months when they need to pay these bills, right? Like I'm going to encourage them to do anything they can right now to build their engagement and stay active on Facebook. That's what I'm going to encourage them because that activity and that continued seed planting that they do for their own Facebook engagement in a season right now where not as many people say yes on the health assessment because they're cautious with their finances in this season with just all the factors coming into play with where we're we're all what we're all feeling and I encourage them to grow their engagement continually I can promise you that doing some posting, you know, doing, sharing your family, sharing what you, what you're accomplishing in your own health journey, putting together a face-to-face -face for them. So they have something to just post. Right. But I, I'm not gonna just, bleh. this, this is the answer, right? It is the answer, 
but it's not going to be what they need right now that they can logically build or does it actually make sense? They can continue to grow and build engagement and they're going to keep helping people one by one, but I'm caught, I'm, I've learned enough discernment now to know that just because some of my strengths are in that relationship or that woo, sometimes I now have discernment to go, you know, it may not be your season to go all in, but I know these small things are going to pay off long-term in a season where more people say yes more frequently when they're feeling like, oh, like the weight of the world isn't on my shoulders. What was I think the question, did you see that question in the chat? Yeah, well, I was going to say now that you guys, we can talk yeah. about that too, but now that you guys have this, like, and you know where people are, if you call someone, you know, lead in relationship, because I might connect with some of these people that I have connected with over the weeks, but they might pick up the phone and I'm just talking about relationship and noticing, wow, they're in a really stressful time. And it might kill me to not mention this, but I might not, depending on how the conversation goes, because I want to maintain that trust. And if they're not in a space or raising their hands and I'm just leading in relationship and I'm calling them saying, okay, well, you only need one more client. You're going to make this much more money. Like I'm going to instantly broach that trust that I have with that person. You have to use that emotional intelligence to discern, like, like Melissa was just saying a season of like all in or not, even just in these kind of things, whether or not it's something that's the time for too. Yeah. Um, and I mean, Krista, with your question of like reflection, so you're not convincing someone. I mean, honestly, mostly I'm just asking questions, you know, like it sounds like you're under a tremendous amount of stress with what you're, the load you're carrying for your family, the medical bills that are piling up for that ER stay, the, you know, your husband getting hours cut and you feeling like the need to make up for that. Like, I'm just repeating what I'm hearing when they're sharing, like, tell me what's going on for you. You know, I haven't heard, it's been quiet, right? Like, are, are you doing okay? What's happening? Oh, well, yeah, I just got this medical bill and we thought it was covered and it's not. And my husband's hours got cut. So now I'm feeling like, oh, should we stay on program? I'm not going, well, coach more people. Or if it's a client, we'll coach and make money because then they get frustrated that they don't get, you know, 20 health assessments, like some amazing people that have been doing the work on here for months and months and months get every week or month, right? Like that's not the reality for a lot of people. And we're not, you know, not everyone's getting 20 health assessments in a three month period right now, right? Because people are clutching a lot closer to their chest. So if you can stay consistent in building your engagement, and sharing your life and the joy you feel and your journey. And we can keep you on plan and not go to stress eating in this time and thinking, oh, it's probably cheaper if I stopped. It'd be way more expensive if you stopped because you'd go right back to what you did before and eating out and not eating all your groceries that you thought you were gonna meal prep and adding more stress to your life by that time that you'd have to invest 
to think you're staying healthy, right? So I'm listening to what they're saying, but I'm I'm really not like, you know, you just have discernment to not over under promise over deliver is our mission, right? And not that, you know, we're we're squashing dreams here because there are people on this call blowing it the heck up with client. I mean, when I look at my report, I mean, Morris Tribe in general is like holding tons of spots in the top 20 for all the fibbles in Optavia with this client support bonus. Plus, I just have to tell you guys, like we're up, we're way up there. Like all, all of you guys. So it's actually just such an interesting season to know that we're, we're really leading the way with all of Optavia, with how many clients, all of us and all the teams under Jen that are helping people, we're, we're all pretty much in the top 20, all the Fibble teams, right? Out of 120 Fibbles, we're in the top 20 of that. The top, what is that, sixth of all of Optavia, all of your Fibble teams, the, the people that you call Fibble for you are, are really there. So we are leading the way. So don't, don't, I don't want you to get discouraged that like, I don't have as many people saying yes as last March, right? Because when you actually scale what's happening company-wide, we're in the top 20 and we're actually like more than just the top 20, okay? As a whole org under Jen, it's incredible. So without knowing that perspective, it's so hard. You know, we, we just found this out on a leadership call. So I'm telling you just so that you understand that when you shift to, that when you shift to building engagement and when you shift to you know how do i stay consistent my team see me being consistent but i'm not over promising and under delivering in this season it is all about perspective about perspective but i'm also hearing what people are saying and saying you know what i can't promise you that you're going to make your mortgage next month right? Just by doing these things. But I can promise that you're going to start showing up and start being more visible on Facebook to people who are going to go, mm, when we're in a better spot, I'm reaching out to her. Mm, when I, okay. All right. That's it. Like once we get to that place or once I get my tax return, Ooh, I'm reaching out to her. That's what's shifting a lot of mentorship right now is I can promise you'll build engagement by all these activities and if the worst thing you did was just make people smile and like put a lot of love out there like that's freaking nuts that that's our job but you do have to pay your bills too so you know but panic and fear and negativity if you're infusing that into your team as an FIBC um, maybe check yourself before you literally wreck yourself just, just check your, right? Because I mean, this is such a, for me, for those of us who this is our career, which pretty much all of you on here, um, but even if you have another career, this is your career, right? This is part of your, your life. Um, this is such a small blip on the radar of like, I hope I have lots of years left to live. Such a small blip on where we'll be in a year from now or 10 years from now and the people that we'll partner with. So if you can continue to lead your team with the right kind of morale and shifting to, hey, continue to build engagement, continue to make yourself seen so people think of you. 
when they get the tax return. Yeah, marry the process. It is hard to do when you're like, oh, but I had to stop paying that extra debt off because now I'm not bringing home that little extra that I'm paying my bills still and I'm fine. I was paying my debt down every month. It's a season, right? Like, I mean, again, I'm not ever one to tell someone, oh, leave your job or do this or that. Like you have to do what's right for you, but like it, it's a, it's a season to shift perspective for sure. Season of grit, right, Pella? I don't know if she's still on here. Well, I stayed on too long. Shannon, finishing thoughts. We have all these numbers. We have the, we have the discernment. We're gonna start being a detective and figure out how we connect. Biggest tip is honestly, call your people, you know? Not if you just talked to them yesterday, but like, <laughs> call the just Yeah call them know that it, maybe it's their time maybe it's not you guys we have just the next two months after this and so also knowing that keeping that momentum you know if if you discover the time is not right or they're not in a good space like call them next week it's the beginning of april and just really maintaining that relationship um to keep to keep them engaged is so important so yeah oh i love you guys Okay, I'm going to finish my, my numbers and my detective work. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.